0: Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I, I mentioned that we're going to continue this conversation because it is important for us to look at what we're doing in our lives on a day-to-day basis, and it's also important for us to make that decision that what we put in our bodies is equally important as what we put in other aspects of our lives. And today, I'm thrilled and honored to introduce you uh, to Carolyn DuPont, who is joining me here today. She's written an incredible book. I love the book. I love the recipes in this book and much more, Enlightened Eating, Nourishment for Body and Soul. Now, Carolyn has been someone that has been in the field of meditation and yoga. As an instructor, holistic nutritionist and energy worker, and her commitment is to help people heal in all ways using natural laws. So today we're here talking about what it would be like if you were to make a decision to treat your body like a temple. So Carolyn, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Enlightened Eating, Nourishment for Body and Soul, that's the book that's in front of me. Uh, and you and I were talking earlier. I want to share that conversation with our listeners. There is a lot of information out there about what's what's important to do right now for our bodies, what to put in it, what not to put in it, how to treat it, how to move it. And yet it seems like getting off the couch is the challenge of the
1: decade. What is happening? Yeah, that's so true and um, I've been teaching nutrition for 20 years and at at the beginning I just focused on sharing what people should be doing in terms of practical things to um, what they should be eating, moving towards a more plant-based diet, organic foods, whole foods, but I soon realized that even though people could get what I was saying, taking the information and actually doing it and, and you said it right, on a day to day basis is um, very difficult and I soon realized that people have a lot of emotional and mental barriers to taking care of themselves um, effortlessly on an ongoing basis you know you open the book by talking about the heart's
0: way to help mm-hmm. and there's been a lot said about health but I've never really heard this quite this way you know opening the um, you know this book and talking about the heart's way I think it's important for me to ask you to introduce the Heart's Way to our listeners.
1: Yeah. Well, although we can hear a lot of information from outside of us, I believe that when we begin to slow down and begin to listen to our own bodies, our body will actually guide us in the right direction. And the information that we're hearing from the outside, from the so-called experts, is really confirmation for what our heart is already telling us to do. And what I've found is that once I began to slow down and listen to my true self more often through meditation and through yoga, um, it was effortless to begin to make whole foods choices. So I think a lot of times why people fail is that they're imposing good food choices on themselves. Um, rather than allowing their bodies to naturally choose those foods, which they will do, um, again, but you need to slow down and you need to look at some of the emotional reasons why you're eating or making poor food choices. Well, that leads me to, to ask you about enlightened
0: eating. And we've heard a lot, of, uh, a lot of information. I mean, there's books um, on the market uh, on just about every aspect of eating you can think about. Mm-hmm. And yet, um, we, here, for me, here is a new conversation. And enlightened eating for many people is a new term. Can you share a little
1: bit about what that means for you mm-hmm. and what it means for us to embark on that journey? Well, I think people choose lifestyle um, or make lifestyle ch- changes for various reasons. Sometimes it's to lose weight, or sometimes they have a serious health problem. But ultimately, for me, my truth is that the main reason why we're here is to is to grow as souls. And so, the diet that I choose is one that will help me to be as clear as possibly mentally. One that will give me abundant energy so that I can do what I need to um, to make my life joyful and to share that with other people, and a diet that will also help me to work through um, any of the emotional baggage that I might have that's preventing me from living an authentic life and also, so the diet that I'm suggesting is one that can help us with all of these aspects of, um, of our lives
0: and you know I've read also that Enlightened Eating is about uh, looking at the physical, spiritual and planetary health And, you know, this is not just about, okay, I'm going to throw this in my mouth and I'm going to lose 10 pounds. You have a holistic approach. And so how does this approach of enlightened eating, how does
1: this help the planet as well? Well, the, the approach that I suggest in the book um, is sort of it's a direction that we're going in, and that is more plant-based foods, mm-hmm. uh, more organic foods, uh, more whole foods. And um, it's pretty clear when you look at the impact of a meat-centered and a processed food-centered diet, probably if you look at every single um, <clears throat> environmental impact of that type of a diet, you would see that it's it's likely the most eco-destructive force Uh, known today and a lot of the environmental organizations are starting to recognize that more and more, although the information has been out there for years now and are starting to encourage people to eat more plant-based diets, um, which is what I encourage in this book. And, and, and when we say plant-based, are you suggesting that folks move to the vegetarian side or is that not necessary? Well, th- that's the direction that people are going in, but yes. I, I suggest that um, people take it at a pace that continues to feel um, joyful for them, not stressful. Sometimes when we go too far with a dietary choice, it becomes um, counterproductive because we feel stressed out. So, But certainly when we look at the world's healthiest populations, we see that they are largely um, close to being vegetarians. I myself am a vegetarian and eat a large percentage of my diet raw, but I've, I've been at it for 18 years. So I think everyone needs to take it at a pace that feels comfortable for them. And we're learning a lot about raw
0: foods and eating raw foods. I mean, it's almost like we're getting back to basics in a sense. And, you know, many people have talked about the importance of eating raw. Let's talk a little bit about that. And introduce
1: that to our listeners if they've not heard this before. Oh, sure. No problem. Well, living foods um, are foods that have not been cooked at all. So raw foods or living foods, is they're used interchangeably, those two terms. And uh, certainly, if you look at any uh, species in nature, they're all eating their food raw. Right. There's not a single species that cooks its food except human beings and, of course, our, our domesticated animals. And, of course, any time you uh, subject a food to heat, um, the heat that is used for cooking, you're going to destroy vitamins, minerals, proteins, carbohydrates, essential fatty acids. Basically, there's not a nutrient that won't be affected by cooking. And ultimately, the reason we eat um, at the most fundamental level is to get nutrients into our billions of cells so that those cells can function well and so that our bodies can function well. So the less we cook our food, the more nutrients we'll get into our bodies, which makes for a healthier body. So that's really uh, the, the main sort of uh, scientific principle, principle behind a living foods diet um, and again I encourage people to begin to add more and more raw foods into their diet and don't necessarily advocate going 100% overnight because it would be, um, it would be quite a shock to the system.
0: And, you know, the book really outlines so much of this. Um, for those of you that are just tuning in, I want to introduce you to Caroline Marie DuPont, who's joining me here today, has written an incredible book, Enlightened Eating, Nourishment for Body and Soul. And beyond that, you know, the work that you do is as a holistic practitioner. Uh, you know, we're hearing a lot these days about energy, energy work, energy movement. You know, how important is that conversation in in coming up with um, a dietary
1: plan that feeds our soul rather than depletes it? That's a great question because really when you, when you look at anything, it's all, about, um, it's all about energy. When you look at the human body, when you look at disease, any type of disease that you can think of or any type of symptoms, o- o- overweight, um, arthritis, this is all about blocked energy. So we know that when a body is not as healthy as it can be, there is some kind of blockage of the the natural life force. And so healing, any type of holistic healing modality, is about moving energy. So whether that's acupuncture or homeopathy or taking herbs and also nutrition. So. When we take in food that has high energy, that has a high vibration, we say, this encourages our body to become lighter and more energized, which gives it um, the energy then to move out old uh, physical toxins, but also helps it to access the natural healing abilities that it has. So again, this is why I would suggest um, a higher vibration diet, which would be, again, living foods, plant-based foods, um, organic foods, foods prepared with love, foods eaten with gratitude. These are all the high vibration qualities that we want to take into our bodies on a meal-to-meal basis.
0: You know, we're, we've got lots to talk about uh, in, in when we look at how we can help people create a shift. I mean, and you must see countless people that you've been able to help. Uh, and I want to make sure that everybody knows the book has got, I believe, uh, over 200 recipes in it. There's a lot of information about emotions, which we'll talk about when we come back, and most importantly, how to incorporate a change in your life right now. And uh, and this is, for me, one of these conversations that I'm sure there's something here that you will take away and implement in your life. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with Carolyn DuPont. Stay tuned, everyone. You're listening to The Dr. Patton Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm your host, Dr. Patton. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I am so jazzed to have with me today. Carolyn DuPont, the author of Enlightened Eating, Nourishment for Body and Soul. And we're just... This is just, Carolyn, this is like the tip of the iceberg right here about what's included in this book. I mean, you and I could probably go on and on and on, mm-hmm. um, but most of what we're talking about um, really has to do with, as you said, the holistic aspect of living. So it isn't just about, okay, I, I, I need to just change what I eat today, although it could be about that. Um, part of this has to look... You know, it has to do with our life's journey, some of the emotional issues, some of the physiological issues. Mm-hmm. And you address all of this. I mean, you look at the five physiological processes as well as looking at the um, psychological and emotional issues. How do you wrap this together to help
1: people get started? Well, the first thing, um, if I were working with a client, for example, I would find out. Um, I would find out about what they're eating now and try to help them to connect what they're eating to the emotional and mental and life challenges that they're having. And would encourage them to begin, again, to work in that direction of the kind of the five major principles that I talk about um, at a pace that feels comfortable, comfortable for them. And at the same time, I would encourage them to begin to take some time every day to take care of their souls in any way that that feels Right for them, whether it's through hobbies or through spending time in nature, through meditation, and as people begin to sink more deeply into themselves, then natural, naturally good lifestyle choices will will evolve in in their own time and in their own way. So, I think one of the greatest um, dilemmas that we have in our society right now is. Is we're so disconnected from ourselves because yeah. we're spun out. We're going so fast all the time, and that's not. I don't think that's what we're here for. You know, we need to really slow down to a more natural time and uh, begin to fill our lives with things that are are joyful. And, you know, part of
0: what you've done is also provide solutions. I want to make sure that everybody knows um, that you can find out more about the book, get copies of the book just about anywhere. But also, let's get people to your
1: website, Carolyn. Yes. So it's www.carolindupont.com, And Carolyn has written uh, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E-D-U-P-O-N-T.
0: All right. Here's the, to me, the $64 million question. <laughs> You know, there's a lot out there. Eat dairy, don't eat dairy. Mm-hmm. Eat you know, eat wheat, don't eat wheat. And now yeah. all of a sudden out of the conversation comes this thing that we're calling gluten. Yeah. What the heck is it and
1: what should be on the look, what should we be on the lookout about? Okay. So gluten is um is a protein that's found in wheat for one. And um it's what gives bread its kind of gumminess, you know. And um they've begun to um To um, modify wheat to create uh, to have more and more gluten in it, and it's extremely difficult to digest. It's like well, it's like glue, and oftentimes it actually ends up uh, 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 building up on the walls of our intestine, and so that people end up with this black tar-like substance. Once it putrefies and stays there for a while, it just becomes like a tar that blocks absorption through your intestines. Oh my gosh, no kidding. Right, especially if you have a um, low-fiber diet. So what we find in holistic nutrition, because we look a lot at food sensitivities, is that wheat always shows up. And the simple reason for that is that we just eat far too much of it. Like when I look at my clients' dietary logs, I'm seeing wheat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks, right? And so people are having way too much of this grain and um, it can create some pretty severe um, intestinal issues, but also um, it can be linked to asthma, allergies, arthritis, etc. So in my book, I try to encourage people to begin to look at alternatives to wheat. So there's spelt and kamut, which are pretty commonly known, although they do also contain some gluten, it's in lesser amounts. But beyond that, there are the grains that contain no gluten at all. So that would be millet, quinoa, uh, brown rice. So a lot of my recipes include these grains so that people begin to take in sort of a cleaner grain, one that won't leave those kind of gooey residues in their system. Um, So that would be the encouragement. And also, actually, when you sprout a grain like wheat, so many breads out there nowadays that you find at the health food store or the natural section of your grocery store are made with sprouted grains. As soon as you sprout a grain, the gluten begins to get broken down so that it's not going to have the same effect on your your digestion.
0: So, and, yeah. it, it, you know, and so this is really the cause right
1: now um, of a lot of discomfort for a lot of people out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I used to get bloated all the time with bread, and it took me a long time to put it together, not so much because I didn't know what it was doing that, but because I loved bread so much. I didn't want to give it up, so I wasn't willing to I know to the feeling. Yeah. Um, so, but eventually, you know, now I rarely eat bread and it's, it's fine. It's just you, you get used to it and you um, prefer feeling great and light to the bread. <laughs> Basically, you make a choice between feeling great and feeling bloated, you know? And to, be, to feeling upset.
0: Yes. Uh, you, you know, to walk around having an upset stomach and then complicate that by
1: chucking down some things to help digestion, which don't really work, do they? Exactly, exactly. Yes, yeah, so best to take, uh, to take in a diet that is easy to digest in the first place and then you won't need any of those, those uh, supplements.
0: What, what can we say to folks to, to get them started in the right direction here? If I had to ask you, I'm going to ask you one of these questions now. If I had to ask you, Carolyn, out of all of the things you've written in, in your book, what would you recommend for someone to either change in their diet right now or start eating right now?
1: Well, I would just look at your overall diet and try to make sure that about 70% of it or three quarters of it is fruits and vegetables. Just that. And then, so maybe start your breakfast with some fruit. Right? And then, okay, if you're still hungry, then have some kind of whole grain cereal or something. But just start your day with fruit. Same with lunch. Make lunch a huge salad, and maybe you can add some avocado or chickpeas or something to make it more hearty. And then you can have your, some bread with that or some soup. But try to make sure that every time you look at a meal, that about three-quarters of it is fruit. Or vegetables and that's as simple as I can get you know obviously you have to know how to begin to prepare um, vegetables in a way that feels um, that's really um, uh, delicious but um, that can be easily learned and um, when you feel how light you are eating this way uh, hopefully that will be encouragement to to continue You know, this has been uh, a great chat
0: with you, a great conversation. I'm really looking forward to a longer conversation with you and maybe even going over some of these incredible recipes in the book. I mean, they are just absolutely, for me, absolutely sound delicious. And I love the way you break this down for people so that, you know, this isn't this huge job of getting started. We could get started today. Let's give out your website, Carolyn, one more time. So it's carolyndupont.com. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining the show today. What is your personal message? What do you want to leave our listeners with today?
1: Hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah.
0: That's it. I love that one myself. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you, Dr. Pat. You're welcome. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening to the Dr. Pat Show. If you want to find out more about the Green Christmas, go check out my little video that I did, uh, www.drpatsgreenchristmaschallenge.com. Check it out. You're going to hear lots more about it. And remember, you can start changing your life right now. Know that you're not alone in this journey. We're right here with you. Have a great day, and we'll see you right back here next week. Same time, same station.
1: Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to
0: thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune
1: in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. Lights go out and I can be seen. Ties that I tried to swim around.